Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is, Is Your Family Christian? Let's pray. Father, we come today hungry and ready to receive from your precious word. Speak to us, Father, and we choose to obey and apply it to our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, we're going to talk today about this topic. Is your family Christian? I talked to someone at a restaurant very recently about Jesus, and towards the end of the conversation, they said something like, my family is Christian. On the surface, that sounds good, doesn't it? But are they really? Or are they Sinos, C-I-N-O, Christians in name only? Many people say they are Christians, but that doesn't make us a Christian, does it? If you are a regular follower of my podcast, you probably heard that one of my favorite sayings is that going to church no more makes us a Christian than sitting in a garage makes us a car. We can sit in that garage all day long and go vroom, 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 and beep, 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 and that doesn't make us an automobile. In the same way, sitting in church every Sunday doesn't make us a Christian. It is a very good habit, and it will help us grow up in Christ if we go to a good church and if we are a Christian. But the act of going to church doesn't make us a Christian. Back to my conversation at the restaurant, I asked this person if they were born again, and they didn't even know what that meant. Their first name was even a Christian name, but they weren't born again or saved but yet they said that their family was Christian. It's like saying we love our spouse, but never going home to spend any time with our spouse. One of the sad things in this world is thinking about how many people think they are a Christian, and the Bible is very clear that being born again is the only way to get to heaven. But again, it is so sad to think about how many people think they are a Christian but have not done what it takes to become a Christian. Now let's talk about that today and start in John 3, 3 in the Amplified Classic. Jesus answered him, I assure you most solemnly, I tell you, that unless a person is born again, anew from above, he cannot ever see, know, be acquainted with, and experience the kingdom of heaven. Folks, this young person at the restaurant didn't know what I was talking about when I asked them if they were born again. And Jesus tells us here that unless a person is born again, he cannot ever see and experience the kingdom of God. That is heaven. Sadly, most people value what someone else thinks before what Jesus said. John 3, 3 in the easy-to-read Bible, Jesus answered, I assure you, everyone must be born again. Anyone who is not born again cannot be in God's kingdom. My friends, I don't know how Jesus can make it any more clear. Anyone who is not born again cannot be in God's kingdom. John 3, 3 and 4 in the Living Bible, 3, Jesus replied, With all the earnestness I possess, I tell you this, unless you are born again, you can never get into the kingdom of God. For born again, exclaimed Nicodemus, what do you mean? How can an old man go back into his mother's womb and be born again? 
Folks, the natural mind does not comprehend the born-again experience. It is supernatural. It is spiritual. Nicodemus couldn't understand, and he was a very successful and well-thought-of religious man in his day. Now let's go to John chapter 3 and read out of the Amplified Bible. This is entitled, The New Birth. Verse 1, Now there was a certain man among the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler, member of the Sanhedrin among the Jews, two, who came to Jesus at night and said to him, Rabbi, or teacher, we know without any doubt that you have come from God as a teacher, for no one can do these signs, these wonders, these attesting miracles that you do unless God is with him. My friends, Nicodemus was a religious man, but he knew there was something special about Jesus. So he snuck over to see Jesus at nighttime. Three, Jesus answered him, I assure you and most solemnly say to you, unless a person is born again, reborn from above, spiritually transformed, renewed, sanctified, he cannot ever see and experience the kingdom of God. Folks, we can sit in church every day and say, I'm a Christian, I'm a Christian, I'm a Christian. But unless we are born again, we are not a Christian. We could be religious like the Pharisees, but we're not a Christian. For Nicodemus said to him, how can a man be born when he is old? He cannot enter his mother's womb a second time and be born, can he? My friends, Nicodemus, like most of the world today, was so confused about the born-again experience. The things of God are foolishness unto the natural human mind. Now, verse 5, Jesus answered, I assure you and most solemnly say to you, unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot ever enter the kingdom of God. 6, that which is born of the flesh is flesh. The physical is merely physical. And that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Folks, so Jesus explains that we are born of water through our mother's birth canal, and then we have to be born of the Spirit to enter heaven. That is the born-again experience that makes us a Christian. As stated in Romans chapter 10, verses 9 and 10, if we confess with our mouth and believe in our heart, not our head, that Jesus died on the cross, was raised from the dead, we will be saved. Seven, do not be surprised that I've told you, you must be born again, reborn from above, spiritually transformed, renewed, sanctified. Eight, the wind blows where it wishes and you hear it sound, but you do not know where it is coming from and where it is going. So it is with everyone who is born of the Spirit. Nine, Nicodemus said to him, how can these things be possible? My friends, Nicodemus was still confused about being born again, like most of the world today, including many even going to church. 10. Jesus replied, You are the great and well-known teacher of Israel, and yet you do not know nor understand these things from Scripture? Folks, Jesus said that to a highly religious man in those days, and he is saying the same to the religious leaders of today. 11. I assure you and most solemnly say to you, we speak only of what we absolutely know and testify about what we have actually seen as eyewitnesses, and still you reject our evidence 
and do not accept our testimony. 12. If I told you earthly things, that is, things that happen right here on earth, and you do not believe, how will you believe and trust me if I tell you heavenly things? 13. No one has gone up into heaven, but there is one who came down from heaven, the Son of Man himself, whose home is in heaven. 14. Just as Moses lifted up the bronze serpent in the desert on a pole, so must the Son of Man be lifted up on the cross. My friends, Jesus had to be lifted up on the cross for any of us to be saved. No other God did that. God sent his only son, Jesus, the only key to heaven. 15. So that whoever believes will in him have eternal life after physical death and will actually live forever. 16. For God so greatly loved and dearly prized the world that he even gave his one and only begotten son so that whoever believes and trusts in him as Savior shall not perish, but have eternal life. Folks, notice it is not knowing about Jesus in our head or even believing in Jesus in our head. No, no, no. It is whoever believes and trusts in Jesus as Savior shall not perish, but have eternal life. It is a heart experience. Now, verse 19, this is the judgment that is the cause for indictment the test by which people are judged, the basis for the sentence. The light has come into the world, and people love the darkness rather than the light, for their deeds were evil. My friends, wow, is this our world today or what? People love darkness rather than the light, Jesus. 20. For every wrongdoer hates the light and does not come to the light, but shrinks from it for fear that his sinful, worthless activities will be exposed and condemned. 21. But whoever practices truth and does what is right, morally, ethically, spiritually, comes to the light so that his works may be plainly shown to be what they are, accomplished in God, divinely prompted, done with God's help in dependence on him. Folks, to be a true Christian we have to be born again by confessing Jesus as our Lord and Savior with our mouth and with our heart. And if we are born again, we'll want to do what is right and quickly repent when we mess up. So it is nice if our family is truly full of Christians. But most importantly, we have to each individually choose for ourselves to be born again. Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful for your word. We choose to walk with you. We know we must be born again to go to heaven. Thank you for helping us. Thank you for your mercy. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at CelebrateJesusMinistry at gmail.com or by phone at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.